Blog Talk Radio. The time has the time has come for America to hear the truth. There'll be no skullduggery, no flim flam, no compromise, no sellout, no control show. No false show. No, we need either this or that. This or that. There comes the time when silence is betrayal. We believe in the truth that is in the Bible, but we don't believe in the Bible that the white man has put in the Bible. Who would that do on Shoutcast Radio or Log Talk? Come and visit us at www.hebrewswakeup.com or whoanet.org. That's hebrewswakeup.com or whoanet.org. Welcome to Whoanet News. My name is Dawid Yaakov Maccabeus. Today's date is March 6, 2013. Now, this date is officially nine days into the new year of 2013, according to the Babylonian and Jewish calendars. What this means is that five days from now will be the true date of the Passover. And this is according to Numbers 28.16, as it reads, And 14 day of the and the fourteenth day of the first month is the Passover of Ayah. Now, if you have listened to me in the past, you would know that the calendar was changed. For example, the Julian calendar and the Gregorian calendar were created after this was written some two thousand four hundred years ago. In addition, the original people were usurped whom this was supposed to apply okay and they were usurped around 3500 years ago however the rituals still remain but the rituals not of the original Hebrews the rituals of the usurpers which were influenced by Pythagoras. We will get into that uh, as the broadcast progresses. Since I only have uh, 30 minutes, I have to move it along. Um, I, advise those, I advise those of you that are confused to go back into the archive and listen to the broadcast called The Usual Suspect or The Book of Ishtar. Okay? Um... Today is the first report from uh, Huanet News, and is entitled uh, the uh, is entitled <laughs> the Vatican Resignation Ritual Report. This report has a companion video that can be viewed at Huanet.org. I am going to work on that. Um, hopefully, I can have that up soon. Um, you can see it at uh, hunet.org or hebrewswakeup.com. You can also listen to our 24-hour stream at Shoutcast Radio, 
what you do is you just place the name Huonet into the search directory, or you can find the link on the Huonet.org website, and all this will be up shortly. I'm a little bit overwhelmed right now with a lot of stuff that I'm doing, but hopefully I'll have the, the website updated, and then all the links can be um, activated once once uh, everything is is up and running. Okay. Once again, I'm your host, Dawid Yaku Maccabeus. Thank you for joining me today. May Ayah guide you in all you do. May Ayah bless and plant this broadcast into your mind. May He open your eyes to see, open your ears to hear, open your heart to love, and open your mind to understand. All praise Ayah, all praise Ayah, all praise Ayah. Okay. This report is a continuance of the broadcast I did on Signs and Wonders last week. Uh, the date was March 1st, 2013. I advise you to go back and listen to that one if you haven't. Uh, I want to speak on a few things I discovered and clarify for those that might be, you know, somewhat confused. The first item I would like to discuss is the dates. Now, I'm aware that the Pope officially resigned on the 28th of February, 2013. Okay? But I wanted to bring your attention to the date of the 27th. I wanted to grab your awareness to what is going on behind the scene. Because what you are witnessing is a Vatican resignation ritual. Let me explain. Now, I want to remind you that there is a uh, companion video uh, to this report, okay? It will help you to see the manipulation behind the scenes. Now, here is uh, here's where we will um, decode the message, okay? We're going to start decoding this message. Uh, first, we must look at the date the Pope wrote his first resignation letter. All right. Now we're going to start decoding this message. So um, this is where I, I need you to be alert, so you can actually, you know, see why these dates are important. And also, like I said, when the video that I uh, I'm going to create a video to this, and when that video is done, I'll be able to actually show you what I'm speaking about, okay? Now, um, the, we have to look at the whole process. The whole process in every single date matters because it is a resignation ritual based on religion, okay? All right, now, first we must look at the date the Pope wrote his first resignation letter. This was on February 10th, okay? February 10th, 2013. Next, the Vatican announces the resignation to the public. This was on February 11th, 2013. Next, we have to uh, look at when the Pope did his speech, his resignation speech to the public. And this is what I did a, a broadcast on um, last week. Okay? 
The Pope is reading his speech to the public on February 27th, 2013. And last, we have the Pope leaving his position on February 28th, 2013. Okay? Now, what does this mean? And how does this make it a ritual? First, we have to understand that the office of the Pope and the Vatican are the ritual centers of the world, and everything they do has a deeper meaning. Hidden from public, okay? Everything is, is, is hidden from the public. Now, unfortunately, because many of us are ignorant of the occult, we are unaware of the real world, okay? To explain this, we have to understand the root of Christianity. We have to understand who the major influence of the Christian religion was. Now, this individual, his name is Pythagoras. If you do not, if you do not understand uh, the connections between Pythagoras and Christianity, then you will not understand the hidden messages, okay, the things that are going on today. So you, it is very important to understand Pythagoras. Uh, I advise those of you that um, do not know Pythagoras, I advise you to do your research and educate yourself. Okay. When you start to research, you'll find that uh, you have uh, you have to research on uh, Plato, and and then you'll research Pythagoras. And then you have to research the, the founding church fathers. The founding church fathers, okay? These guys are um, Clemente of Alexandria. Uh, then you have Origen. Then you have a guy by the name of Eubius of uh, Caesarea, okay? Now these, these, these uh, characters lived uh, way back, like 2,000 years ago. And Pythagoras was even earlier than that, he was like the first. and He was around, I think, 600 um, B.C. And he came into rule by usurping the uh, cultures of the Persians, the Egyptians, and then the, he mixed in their old religions um, of, of worshipping in the caves and, and, and uh, worshipping the Greek gods then they combined all those in, and then they created what we see now, which is Christianity, Judaism, and then they influ highly influenced uh, Islam. Okay. Now, for those of you that have been following these broadcasts for the past three years, are educated enough for me to move on. Okay. The rest of you, please go back and listen to the archive. Um. I have I have a I have a broadcast called uh Yahshua the Messiah and the Pagan Christ. I think that's what it's called. Really listen to that one cuz that one goes into this in, in greater detail. Okay, now <clears throat> I'm going to read to you uh, what the system of Pythagorism is. And now uh, this is from Wikipedia, okay? Now listen up very closely. It reads, The system of esoteric and metaphysics uh, it says the system of esoteric and metaphysical beliefs held by Pythagoras and his followers, the Pythagorean cult, who was considerably 
to its considerable influence by mathematics. Pythagorism originated in the 5th century BCE and greatly influenced Platoism. Okay, remember Plato and Pythagoras, the two that you, you should research. Um, now, if you understand how much of an influence Plato and Pythagoras were to the church fathers, you would understand why this, this um, meaning is extremely important. Okay? The meaning of uh, esoteric metaphysics and, and mathematics. It's very important to understand what's going on right now. Um, <clears throat> now, if you are familiar with the allegory of the cave from Plato's Republic, you will know that Plato speaks about coming out of the cave, but they place the rest of us back into one. It would also help you to know that all of the knowledge of Egypt and Persia was hijacked, usurped, conflated, and used to build a stronger cave. And this cave became a prison called religion. Now, this system of religion controls this planet through rituals conducted by all three major religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And the gatekeeper of the cave, this built prison, this cave that they placed everybody into, the gatekeeper of this cave is a demonic being by the name of Hermes Tresmegistus. Okay? Hermes Tresmegistus. Yeah. When the Vatican that is the ritual center of the planet does anything it is it is um continuing the system of pythagoras very important when the vatican the ritual center of this planet does anything it is continuing the system of pythagoras therefore what we have witnessed about the Pope resigning. Now we know that you know we have the, the, the little boys being raped. And this is a tragedy. And this is, but this has been happening for a long, long time. Okay. This set it up so he can resign. And he resigned it at this time. For a specific purpose. Okay. Now. <clears throat> here are a few points I want to bring to your attention. On February 11, 2013, February 11, 2013, the world woke up to the news that Joseph Elias Ratzinger, Pope Benedict XVI, would resign his papacy. Pope Benedict read a letter that was written on February 10, 2013. Now look at these two dates. The 10th and the 11th. Next, Pope Ratzinger gives a speech to the world on February 27th and officially resigns on February 28th. Now, let us look at these numbers. We have 10, 11, 27, and 28. Okay? 10, 
11, 27, and 28. I'm going to read the definition of Pythagorism once again okay, to help you understand. Now, it reads, Pythagorism, or Pythagoreism, <laughs> it is uh, the system of esoteric and metaphysical beliefs held by Pythagoras and his followers, the Pythagorean cult who were considered influenced by mathematics. Okay, therefore numbers are very important. What does it say? What does esoteric mean? Esoteric hidden knowledge metaphysics what does metaphysics means the um, philosophical study of the nature of reality concerned with such questions as the existence of God and mathematics the study of numbers alright now I read this to bring to your attention the method of the ritual it is based on mathematics so we must count the number of the beast. 10, 11, 27, and 28. Now I did a video called Numbers Don't Lie. I did a little over a year ago. And I created a file called Count the Number of the Beast. And a few videos that, can, that you can view. And they will explain uh, this in detail. For those of you who are, are new uh, to this understanding, I advise you to go to you know go look up go look at the video. This is a system in the uh, there's a system um, in the occult called the sacred numbers. Okay, this is what I want you to understand. It's called the sacred numbers. These numbers have deeper meaning to those that use them to hide messages and work rituals. The numbers range from 1 through 10. 1 through 10. And there are also double integers like 11, 22, 33, 44, etc. Each number has an occult meaning and this is uh, too vast to go over in this short time. However, you can read about them in many occult books and you can find this information in uh, an author by the name of Manley Palmer Halls, and he has a book called The Secret Teachings of the Ages. After researching this information, you understand why the Vatican announced the Pope's res resignation on these particular dates. Okay, now let's look close at these dates and times and see what is going on behind the scenes. Alright, we're going to look very close at these dates and times. And then we're going to see what's going on behind the scenes. Now, first, let us look at the number 10. The date the Pope wrote his resignation letter. A lot of people have to understand that this is the date he actually wrote his resignation letter. Okay. The number 10 is the Pythagorean sacred number system. Um, the ten, excuse me, the ten. I just got distracted a little bit. The ten in the uh, Pythagorean sacred number system uh, is the number of God. Okay. 
and God lower G. Okay. Now, like I said, this information it can be found in a book called uh, Numbers, The Cult Power and Mystical Virtues, written by uh, W. Wayne Westcott, and he wrote this book in 1890. And you also can find this information from a paper called Pythagoras and the Mysteries of Numbers. Now, this is what it reads. It says, uh, the decade, or the decade, but it's a decade because it's a 10, represents a number 10. Instead of simple uh, numeric, numeric, <laughs> numeric and geomeric interpretations, the decade further extends to the idea of a new beginning of limitless, limitlessness, <laughs> symbolizing both world and heaven. The decade helps us to understand the creation of the universe. Then it reads, the monad times the dyad times the pentad, one times two times five. Revolts in uh, results in the decades. Okay, what they're saying if you add uh, one times two and then two times ten, then you get the decade. All right, this all means a lot because they deal a lot with numbers. Since any number times ten is similar to any number times one, it is similar to the monad. However, the number is brought to a higher level. Okay. All right, now, keep this in mind. From this paragraph, the number 10 means new beginning of limited, limitlessness. Okay, not limitness, limitlessness. It means it's limitless. Okay, the new beginning of limitlessness. That's what number 10 means. This is saying that 10 represents a new beginning. Now, listen to what the monad means. This is the one. It says, Pythagoras held that one of the first principle, the monad, is God, and the God, which is the origin of the one, and is, and is itself intelligence. Now, what this means is that since one plus zero equals one, that's the ten, one and the zero, 1 plus 0 equals 1, what we're looking at is the monad. But since this also can mean 10, decade, it also means new beginning of limitlessness. So the number 10 represents a new limitless God. Very important. I took a long time to explain that because it's extremely important to what I'm trying to bring to you today. Okay? The number 10 represents a new limitlessness, a limitless God. Okay? And it reads, But the undefined dyad, too, is a deity and the evil surrounding which is the mass of matter. The dyad is the door between the one and the many. Okay? So the number two, 
which is one plus one, is a deity and is evil. And it also represents a door or a gate. Now, why did I add that there? Why does it represent a door or a gate? Because it's one, one, eleven. Two, one, one, eleven. Gate. I speak about this, okay? Now, to be clear, <clears throat> we look at these two numbers, ten and the two. The number 10, or 1, the, mo the monad is God and is good. The number 2, the dyad, is evil. They say the number 2 represents evil because it created the split, the polarity between good and evil. This is what's written by uh, the Manly P. Hall book. Okay. Therefore, now why am I explaining about number 2 when... when the date was the 11. Well, when you see 11, okay, you're actually looking at a num the number 2, which is evil. This is supposed to be represent evil. The uh, number 2 also means chaos in order. And it means the gateway, okay? This is what 11 represents. So when the Pope, when uh, Pope Benedict, uh, chose the tenth to write his letter. He was preparing the way for his God. In addition, when he read the letter on the eleventh, his God was coming through the gate. Okay, this is all a ritual. Keep this in mind. What's going on in front of your eyes is nothing compared to what's actually happening behind the scenes. The next number. I would like to bring to your attention is 27. Okay. Now, I did a broadcast on this last week, so I will not waste too much time on this. However, uh, you should notice the number 2 in 27, which of course is the gate, and the number 7. This is called the Hiptad. Okay. H-E-P-T-A-D. Hiptad. Like, it's like the, the decade, then you have the Hiptad. Hiptad. Uh, here is a, a little information about the number seven. Okay, and it says uh, in the Pythagorean system of numbers, this is from um, uh, Manly uh, Palmer Hall's book, The Secret Teachings uh, of of the Ages. Okay, and it says um, by the path by the Pi Pythagoreans, the uh, hiptate seven was called worthy of veneration. It was held to be the number of religion because man is controlled by seven celestial spirits to whom it is proper for him to make offerings. It was called the number of life. Keywords of the uh, Hiptade are fortune, occasion, custody, control, government, judgment, dreams, voices, sounds, and that which leads all things to their end. Very interesting. Leads all things to their end. 27. Uh, then it says the deities whose who, uh, attributes uh, were expressed by the heptate were uh, Osiris, Mars, and Cleo. Um, among many ancient nat nations that Hiptad is a uh, among many ancient nations. The 
Hipte, the seven, is a sacred number. The Elohim of the Jews were supposedly uh, seven in number. They were the spirits of the dawn, the spirit of the dawn, more commonly known as the archangels controlling the planets. The seven archangels, with the three spirits controlling the sun in its three in its uh, threefold aspect, constitutes the ten, the sacred Pythagorean uh, decade. Then it says the heptade is the number of the law because it is the number of the makers of cosmic law, the seven spirits before the throne. Uh, like I mentioned last week, when you add the deod, the two, with the hiptad, okay, the hiptade, the seven, when you add the two with the seven, you get the number nine. And the nine is called the the uh, Enade, okay. And actually, you know what? I'm probably mispronouncing these, and I really don't care because I'm not, I'm not really. Uh, I don't, I don't like the whole occult thing because it's, it's extremely demonic. So I don't really like to spend that much time in it. It's actually a necessity to know. So if I'm pronouncing it wrong, it's because I'm not really trying. And uh, but I think you get the understanding of what I'm what I'm getting at here, you know. Uh, the uh, number nine was the first square of an odd number, three times three. It was associated with failure and shortcomings because it fell short of the perfect number ten by one. It was called the number of man because of the ninth nine months of his embryonic life. The uh, innate is the limitless number because there is nothing beyond it but the infinite 10. It was called boundary or limit, uh, limitation because it gathered all numbers within itself. It was called the sphere of the air because it surrounded the numbers as air surrounds the earth. The 9 was looked upon as evil because it was an inverted 6. Okay? Now, keep this in mind. We have ten, the limitless God coming through the gate of evil, the gate of chaos. Then we have the number nine, also considered evil. The number nine is also in reference to the 72 demonic. The number nine is the God of time. The number nine is the beast. The uh, number of moon, the number of the uh, 2,160 year cycle, which I speak a lot about, uh, 720 year cycle, and the 72 year cycle, which you should educate yourself on. And last but not least, the number nine is also the 72 names that make up the name YHWH found in the Shimham Farash, the hidden names of God which I speak over and over and over again to try to educate those that keep using Yahweh thinking that the name Yahweh is Ayah when Ayah is not Yahweh okay Yahweh is Baal because that religion came from 
the Jews. The Jews were the Edomites. The Edomites were highly influenced by the Pythagorean system. Okay? Because the Greeks have already taken it over by then. And the last Hebrew that was around at 160 B.C. that was, um, you know, during the time of the Hasmoneans and the, Ma and the Maccabeans, the uh, teacher of righteousness, he was a Nasserian. And a Nasserian are ones that dedicate themselves to Ayah. Okay? Dedicated themselves to Ayah. It was a different system. It was a different, it was a different spirituality. Okay? We, we're looking at Judaism, which is a hijacking in a creation. And this is how you get to Kabbalah and Christianity and everything else. It's very important to understand this. Okay? Now let me get back to this before I lose track. Um, <clears throat> so now let's recap. The Pope writes a letter on the 10th, he reads it on the 11th, and now he reads another letter, his resignation letter on the 27th. Now the last number, we have 10, 11, 27, the last number we're going to look at, which is the day he actually resigned, and that was on the 28th. Okay. Now the 28th is uh, consists of two numbers, 2 and 8. And that was, you know, the 28th of February, which is the last day in February, unless it's a leap year. But this particular year, 2013, it is um, the 28th. Now, like the number 27, we have the number 2 again, which is the gate. The number 8 is associated with the snake. This is why the 8 has this shape, okay? You know how the 8 is like infinity, but... The reason why the 8 is actually shaped like that is because it represents a snake. That means this goes way back. This is the root. The root of the numbers. If you can create a number and say, I'm going to shape it like a snake, then why did you shape it like a snake? And that gives the number more meaning. Okay? So the number eight is associated with the snake. Now understand this. Numbers aren't evil. And you can put you can put any whatever meaning you want into the number, right? So I'm not saying that ah, 27 is evil or 9 is evil or 8 is evil. What I am saying is that those that are doing ritual have associated these numbers to specific uh, things, specific gods, specific meanings, in order to carry out what they carry out. Now, those that are doing this are from the pit of hell. They are evil as they come. They are demonic. Look at this world. So, because they are evil, you know, they are the epitome of evil then whatever they produce based on these numbers is not good at all. Okay? I mean, for the sake of yeah, they were raping little boys in the Catholic Church. Thousands of priests. If thousands of priests were raping little boys, how many boys were raped? 
that's that's just uh I think that's pretty evil. Okay? So the eight, the number eight that is represents a snake based in the Pythagor but the Pythagoras uh um, religion, this eight also represents the caduceus. Okay? Now the caduceus is that Snake. It's the two snakes that's wrapped around the pole. You know, the uh, medical symbol. This is the symbol that keeps showing up. Okay? The, the, the symbols of the snake in the pole. Alright? And um, the name of this is called the... I think it's called the Ogdad. The Ogdad. Alright? Now it reads, uh, The Ogdad was a mysterious number associated with the uh, Eleusian Mysteries of uh, Greece and the Cabari. It was called the little holy number. It derives its form, now listen to this, it derived its form partly from the twisted snake on the caduceus of Hermes and partly from the serpentine motion of the celestial bodies, possibly also from the moon's nodes. Alright? Now, um, keep in mind, the number eight is connected to Hermes. Hermes has a connection to Hermes Trismegistus, and Hermes Trismegistus is connected to Thoth of the Egyptian mysteries. Now that's that's profound. Think about that now, <clears throat> because all this information can be can be found in the Rosicrucian religion. The Rosicrucian religion is Hermetism. The Hermetism are the ones that are carrying on the religion of Pythagoras. Sir Francis Bacon was of the Rosicrucian order. I believe he was probably one of the founders of it. The founding fathers of the United States of America were of this Rosicrucian order. That's why we have the Pentagon and the Washington Monument which is and the Egyptian needle, okay? The the root, the foundation of the United States was based on the Rosicrucian order, which is Pythagorean, the religion of Pythagoras, and this is why the United States is a Christian nation. A lot of people are shocked by that. A lot of people don't want to hear that. But if Aya was at the uh 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 uh. uh the, the the forefront. If if Aya, the, the the true creator of this earth, the the true creator of all of us, if Aya was truly in control of the United States of America, would America be going into uh, uh, Panama and killing thousands of Panama Pan, uh, uh, the Panama people in in 1989? Would Ayah, uh, the spirit of Ayah, go into Iraq and kill a million people in Afghanistan and kill a million people? Would would he rob the the United States of its wealth? Would he enslave my people for hundreds of years and and create Jim Crow and 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 not give us the right to vote until? 
and deny us all our rights and put and have abortions by the millions. This is not. This is not Ayah. This is the God of Hermes. This is Hermes Tres Megitis. This is Rosicrucian. This is demonic. Okay? So we can look at the founding fathers and, 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 and be in denial. But the truth is the truth. Okay? Now, keep in mind. The number eight is connected to Hermes. Hermes has a connection to Hermes Trismegistus, and Hermes Trismegistus is connected to Thoth of the Egyptian mysteries, which means that this goes way back to when they first hijacked our spirituality. Okay? What this means is that the God of the occult has been in control for the past 2,160 years and more. But this God has changed form. This is part of the meaning of the numbers 28. Okay, this is why that number 28 is so important. It's the last number. Okay, he's gonna read. He's gonna write write the letter on the 10th. He's going to, we, we are going to announce it on the 11th, and then he's going to say his speech on the 27th, and he's going to leave office on the 28th. This is all a ritual. It's all a ritual. Okay? In addition, when you add the numbers together, you get the number 10. So when you add 2 plus 8, you get 10 again. And now we know what 10 means. So there's a meaning behind 28. And there's a meaning behind 10 because 2 plus 8 is 10 because in the system of the sacred numbers, they add the numbers together to get the integers from 1 through 10. And the integers from 1 through 10 have that deeper meaning. But when you take away 2 and 8, you look at the meaning of 2 and you look at the meaning of 8. And then when you look at the meaning of 8, you actually see that they're speaking about the caduceus of Hermes and they're speaking about the serpent the seed of the serpent right here in front of our faces hidden in plain sight that's an oxymoron isn't it hidden in plain sight okay now this number 10 as I said before this this uh, means the new beginning of limit so we have 10, 11, 27, 10. Now it's the new beginning. So they have a new beginning, right? Now keep this in mind. We have 10, 11, 9, and then we have 10 again. We have the God of the occult, the monad, coming through the gate of chaos, 11. Okay? The God of the occult coming through the gate of 11. And... Who is the limitless God? So we have the limitless God coming through the gate. This is the limit, the limit, the limitless God of the occult. This is Hermes, the holder of the Caduceus. And and, and who is this? This is the God of pharmacy, the pharmacia. You know the the um the, the those that gave us the flu shot, the 
those that um those that are are giving us all these pharmaceuticals, the ones that are are giving these um these uh, uh, uh depressants to people so they can shoot up the, the, the schools. Every single shoot, every every shooter uh, now we're finding out is on these pharmaceutical drugs. What is it, Prozac? Right? They're on this Prozac. This is Caduceus. This is the god of pharmacy. Right before our eyes. Changing the laws. Giving these drugs to kids to shoot up schools. The most recent one, they killed 27, well, no, 26 children died, and then, tw then the, the guy that died was the 27th. So now we have another occult number, 27, during the Sandy Hook shooting. I mean, that alone has all these demonic uh, things going on there. I know you see it on the Internet. So is it surprising that the number 27 is also associated with this? Is it surprising that uh, uh, the man was on these pharmaceutical drugs? Okay, Is it surprising that they're actually using the shooting to change the laws of the United States of America? So what the, is uh, uh, this God, what is he a God of? He's the he's, he's God of pharmacy. He's 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 control of uh, of magic, medicine, and trade. This is Mercury. I mentioned this um, rise of the Black Messiah. The same God Caduceus is mentioned in Rise of the Black Messiah because he is the God of trade. So therefore, he was the one that did the slave trade. This goes way back. We have to. Stay alert to what's happening. There's a spiritual war happening right now. Right now. So this God, the God of pharmacy, uh, the pharmacies and magic. Magic is, is like the illusion, the mind control that's going on. The medicine, people are getting sick. Trade. Everything that built this present Babylonian system is because of this particular spirit that is Hermes, the one that holds the Caduceus. I don't. I'm just. I'm, I'm speaking as clearly as I can because it's very important. Because the 11th of March is coming up, and the Pope is doing a ritual right before our eyes. Now. When you look at this, with the aid of symbols, you will be able to see a pattern developed. You can see these deities transforming into another god. Because we have the monad, which is the new beginning of limit, limitlessness. Okay? Now, look at what this looks like when we see the symbols. Okay? Now, what I'm going to do is um, I want you to look on Blog Talk and I want you to look at the symbols in the, in the, uh, that the images that keeps transferring over, right? Um, I want you to see that you have the monad and look what the shape of the monad is, all right? And then I want you to notice the number 911 in the center. Now, do you see this? I mean 911. 
it's like right in front of our face, but we don't see it because we don't write it down and because we're not really we don't really understand that we are in this magic, Hermes, magic mind control, that those of us that aren't in mind control, we know what they're doing, so we write these symbols down and see, ha, ah, this is another ritual. So as these images pass through on blog talk, you can actually see what I'm talking about. Okay. Now, every single one of us should be aware of the symbolic meaning of 9-11. And here it is again in the, the ritual of the Pope. And we know 9-11 because 9-11 was a mass ritual that changed the world. Now here we are 12 years later and they are preparing the new dying God by destroying the present system of religion. This is a plan. This is a plan. 9-11 Destroyed the United States of America. 9-11 destabilized the globe. We have Spain. Portugal. Greece. These are like top European countries. Italy. Everything is changing. And then they want to... They, then people are trying to uh, uh, people are confused by thinking that the BRIC nations are are somehow good. No, the BRIC nations are the same owners. See, you have to realize, like, look at Berkeley's uh, Capital and uh, uh, J.P. Morgan. All these companies have diversified, and they are in total control of the IMF, total control of the World Bank. Okay, they are the ones that put all of the third world into debt. John Perkins, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. He speaks on how they went to the banks and worked these different loans to enslave people. This was done by the World Bank to help to fight poverty, but they put people back in poverty. That's why people are, are, are enslaved on cocoa farms. Remember, remember uh, in Guyana when, um, uh, no, no, remember in the Ivory Coast uh, when um, there was that dispute a few years ago and then they had the guy that was <laughs> the United Nations of the World Bank and then they were fighting uh, the other guy and then he, he went, I mean, that whole that whole situation was based on the uh, these people that I'm talking about, the uh, monarchs, the ones that diversified the the J.P. Morgan um, uh, uh, crowd. They own Africa. They have owned Africa since since like 1890s and, and beyond. We were never free. Nobody's free. Okay, nobody's free. Cecil Rhodes went in there and took it, took over. And whenever an African country tries to, to get independence, there's a coup. There's a war. 
And then they install uh, traders, and then they create an elite class. And then the traders take all the money, and then they enslave the people. But the trader is working for the monarchs. J.P. Morgan's, Berkeley's Bank. So that's so when you see the brick nations coming in, thinking that this is going to be some kind of new change, please, you're going to have like Brazil is really in control of itself. Like like uh, uh, Russia is really going to be the savior of the planet. Russia, give me a break. You got the Russian mafia going on right there, and and most of the the um, the Jews that were in Russia went to Israel, robbed the country, and still have the money. This, that country is not going to <laughs> going to change anything happening in the world. Then you have um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, India, please. India is controlled by Great Britain and has been controlled by Great Britain. You know about Gandhi. Come on, now we need to wake up. In China, oh my God, they have put China. I hate saying, oh my God, I'm sorry about that. China. China has been in, has been controlled by the British. That little old transfer of power back in 1997 was a joke. They took the United States and took all the jobs, shipped them off to China because they were restructuring for what is going on today. They're going to have a communist dictatorship over the world. And the only thing that's stopping them is the Second Amendment in the United States of America. And that's why you had Sandy Hook. Because they need to take the weapons. And they need to take over. But it's hard for them to do it. Because they got people like Alex Jones... And doing going on Pierce Morgan and going crazy. So let me let me not get off. Let me. I don't want to get too far off topic. The point I'm trying to make is that Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, that racist ass country. A brother gave me an, an email the other day about um, them stealing uh, dreadlocks. <laughs> I mean, how low can you go? They're stealing dreadlocks from people. And Nelson Mandela was supposed to change that country for the better, but yet nobody is working. They're shooting people for protesting just to get fair wages. Do you really think that the Africans are controlling that country? The country's still in control by the usurpers. There is an elite class that still controls all the resources. Okay? So these brick nations that are supposedly going to be the new rulers, controllers of this planet are nothing more but the same old, same old, same old. Okay? Now let me get back to this before I get too far off topic. I don't want to get too far off topic because I'm on a roll here. And I'm trying to let uh, to help you understand about this uh, Vatican ritual that's going on. Now, all of this, all of this, what we are witnessing is the Vatican ritual. 
This is the birth of the dying God. So when Joseph, Eloise, Ratzinger, Pope Benedict XVI, when he read his resignation letter on the 27th, he was following a hidden agenda. Now I'm going to bring a few more things to your attention. Okay? On February 10th, the day Pope Benedict wrote his first speech, the moon was in a new moon phase. That means it was a black moon. Okay. Not the full moon, not the white moon, the black moon. The date that um, I spoke about five months ago that I keep mentioning, March 11, uh, 2013, this date is 30 days. From February 10th. Now, now stay alert. Because um, I ain't saying I'm predicting anything. No. I ain't trying to have a prophecy here. I'm just using specific dates and numbers and times. That I have found based on my research. And how everything is starting to match up with what they're doing today. Therefore, we have to stay alert to what's going on. Because as things get crazier and crazier, we can, you know, stay calm. Because we know that they are actually controlling all this craziness. And knowing is half the battle. Because five months ago, I spoke of March 11th, 2013, which is 30 days from February 10th when the Pope wrote his resignation speech. Well, the first speech that was announced on the 11th, okay? March 11th is also... Okay, February 10th is a new moon. March 11th is also a new moon. Now, listen to this. The number of days between the, the two moons is 28. 28 days. Now, let me explain what this means. You can see the pattern if you look at the symbols again. All right. Now look at those images that are, are are turning in my in the blog talk radio on the, on 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 the, on the website. Okay. We have ten, thirty, eleven, and twenty-eight. The number ten is the writing of the letter. The number thirty was the amount of days between the moons. Eleven is the Passover, and twenty-eight. Is the amount of days between the moons? Okay, because you have thirty, but you have to subtract uh, subtract one from uh, the beginning and one from the end, because those days are already accounted for. One is is the tenth, and the other one is the eleventh. So between those two days is twenty eight. So then we get twenty eight again, just like we got twenty eight from our other example. So it's repeating. 
So it's, it's, it's like emphasizing that this is important. These numbers are important because they're the same numbers. Okay? But found a different way. Okay? Now this confirms the first hidden message that I spoke about. Because now you start to see that there's a pattern developing. All right? Now before we unveil the hidden message, we will first read what the number 30 represents because this is a new number now. Because it's 30 days, right? Now, the number 30, we have to take away the zero, so we're going to look at the number 3. All right? Because remember, it's 1 through 10 are the sacred numbers. All right, number 3. <clears throat> It says the triad 3 is the first equilibrium of uh, unities. Therefore, Pythagoras, uh, Pythagoras said that Apollo gave uh, oracles from a tripod and advised uh, offer a liberation three times. The keywords to the qualities of the triad are friendship, peace, justice, prudence, pity, temperance, and virtue. Okay. Uh, the following deities partake of the principles of the triad. Now listen to the deities. <laughs> These are the deities that partake the triad. Saturn, ruler of time. Now, why is that important? Because the 72 demonic beings that I speak about, these represent time. Because they represent Cycles, 720-year cycle, 2,160-year cycle, 72-year cycle. So they represent time, okay? Now, these are, these are the deities. This is written by um, um, Manly Palmer Hall, all right? One of the, um, uh, one of the, the uh, people that the occult looked to as guidance to give them understanding on the system of Pythagoras, all right? Um, the other deity is, listen up, Ophian, the great serpent. So now we have the serpent represented in the number three and the number eight, which reemphasizes that the serpent is a demonic being that is basically coming on the scene. Okay? Because they keep bringing him in the forefront. Uh, this number is called wisdom. Because man organized the present, uh, foresees the future, and benefits by the experience of the fast. It is, uh, it is cause of wisdom and understanding. The triad is the number of knowledge, music, geometry, and astronomy. And the science of the celestial and terrestrial. Pythagoras taught that the cube of this number had the power of the lunar cycle. Okay? The sacredness of the triad and its symbol, the triangle, is derived from the fact that it is made up of the monad and the duad. That's the one and the two. Okay? The monad is the symbol of the divine father and the duad of the great mother. The triad being made of these two is therefore androgynous and is symbolic of the fact that 
God gave birth. Uh, God gave birth to his world uh, out of himself. I'm sorry, that word was androgynous. Um, you know, androgynous, that's when, um, is it a man or is it a woman? It's like the man-woman. Like the uh, in the Matrix, right? You have the two guys, the two brothers. One of the brothers actually changed his gender to woman. To a woman. Okay? Now he looks androgynous. <laughs> All right, let me finish reading. Um, gave uh, God gave birth to his a world out of himself, who is, who in his creative aspect is always symbolized by the triangle. Okay, so basically they're saying that that uh, God is representation of the triangle. Okay, uh, the the mon the monad which is the limitless limitless God. The monad passing into the duad was the capital of becoming the parent of progeny. For the duad was the womb of Maru, within which the world was incubated and within which it still exists in embryo. End quote. Okay. Now, uh, pay close attention to what it reads. It says, um, <clears throat> I'm going to read some more. It says, now this is very, 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 very important. From the duad arose the dispute and contentions. Until by bringing the monad between the duad, equilibrium was reestablished by the Savior God, who took upon himself the form of a number and was crucified between two thieves for the sins of man. Alright? Now, this is saying that Jesus Christ, the Savior, is the triad. That's why, uh, you know, when you see the triangle in the Catholic Church, they're saying you're looking at the Savior God who was crucified between two thieves on Passover. This is in the Catholic Church. Every church that you see the triangle are actually saying that that's Jesus Christ, which proves that this is the system of Pythagoras. Because it's written in the book of Manly P. Hall telling you about the sacred numbers. And this is why People like uh, George Bush, Henry Kissinger, George Bush Sr., all those people in Congress that say they're Christians, they know about this stuff because they are into the secret orders. That's why when um, uh, uh, Alex Jones did the uh, Bohemian Grove exposure <clears throat> and people were seeing that they were like worshiping this bull and, sac and doing these mock sacrifices, Mock, maybe, maybe real. I wouldn't doubt it. But when they were doing these uh, these um, sacrifices in the Bohemian Grove, and you had like Henry Kissinger, uh, uh, Nixon went there before Ronald Reg Ronald Reagan, the, the so-called Christian, was there. You have um, all of the presidents going there, and then a connection with that and the uh, Skull and Bones, which is another demonic order. This is what runs the United States of America. 
in all of of their understanding goes back to the Rosicrucian order, which goes back to Pythagoras, which is where Christianity comes from. So those in the know-know know that this is what they're worshiping. Has nothing to do with Ayah whatsoever. And this is why I say it is important to understand who Ayah is. The creator of it all and of us all. Which was the the root, which is which is what Akhenaten was bringing in, which is why they usurped, because they did not want the world to know that truth. It's very important to understand, and I'm going to do a really deep broadcast on this on the 11th, on the 11th. Because that's supposed to be the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, apocalypse, and the apocalypse, what it means is just the unveiling. That's what the apocalypse means. So I'm going to unveil it on the 11th. I already actually unveiled it. If you've been listening to me, I'm just going to go in greater detail. All right. So to get back to this, because I don't want to go over too much. I'm already over an hour. I want to do it in a half hour, but hey. I, Hey, you get it. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to do this, but hopefully we can just break this system down and just continue to speak smoothly until the system dies. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the uh, triad, the number 30, okay, is a representation of Jesus Christ the Savior. But what happens to Jesus Christ the Savior? Because this is the religion... This is the religion. Now, understand, we have to look at the name Jesus Christ, and we have to understand that Jesus Christ was supposed to be Yahushua. Yahushua was 160 B.C. He didn't come or die 33 A.D. 33 A.D., I believe, was 191 years apart. Now, that 191, let me make sure. I'm going to get this calculator because I want to make sure this is right. 160 plus 33. No, wait. No, no I'm sorry. It was when he died. Wait a minute. It was 160 plus 32 31 yeah because he was supposed to die and 31 let me see cuz there's like there's this number that I'm trying to a date that I'm trying to to nail down on why they have 911 as a change because when you look at go to the web and you you look at the date 31 AD, okay? And um, I'm doing a little research as I'm talking because I want to make sure I'm get, I get clear on this. Because what happens is there's a lot of dates that they they use to hide things. And um, I believe that there is a, 
a they have like disputes on when certain things happen, right? But if you look at the date 31 AD, all right, they say that that's the date that Jesus Christ was really crucified. He wasn't crucified on 33 AD. And the reason why 31 AD is is uh is being used is because it's 191 years after 160 BC. Now, why is that significant? Because 160 BC uh, starts the 2,160-year cycle until what happens in September 11th. And if Jesus Christ, this Christ, was crucified on 31 AD, then that would match up their 191 years. Okay, and as I look at Wikipedia, it it says here that AD thirty one, it says uh, deaths, and it goes um, October eight. It goes uh, Marcus Valius, Villa, Saint Stephen. Then it says here it says uh, Jesus of Nazareth uh, by crucifixion, by crucif crucifixion, according to uh, some hypotheses. And then go some others say 32 or 33. All right? So they can't even get the date right. They can't even get the date right. But they know that they have to say that it's on 31 because that matches their number scale, their sacred number Pythagorean number scale. Okay? I just needed to put that out there. Now, um, why do they use 33 AD? Okay, because some use 33 AD. Because in 33 AD, there was a, a, a huge event. It was a, um eclipse. You look back, you'll see that there was an actual eclipse, and this eclipse was on the Passover. So they thought that event was very significant, so that's why they wrote that to the time. Alright, now I know this is a lot of people that are Christians out there, are shocked and depressed. And freaking out, but don't. Okay, it doesn't mean that. Um, it doesn't mean that you are wrong, because you believe that Jesus Christ was the Savior based on what you and I have been told. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you deceived. Okay? They deceived the whole world. It says that this demonic being would deceive the whole world. Now, he is going to give you a false... He's going to give you false power to continue to control you. Now, what I'm trying to, to do is I'm trying to explain to people without insulting people. And with, but but with you know, but but I have to say it is that the Christianity that you are are um, the Christianity that you're practicing came from a very bad deceptive source, and that was the Pythag Pythagorean system, and then they used it to control people. The church fathers took it over, and this is why you had the split and everything. The dates that they pick. 33 AD was not because of the crucifixion. 
of Jesus Christ, but because of a, of a of a uh, an eclipse. Look it up. Look up the thirty three eclipse. All right. And you say, but it's written in scriptures. Yeah, but why was it written in scriptures? Just like we read here about him being crucified between two uh, um, two people and himself. That's three people because they wanted to create the three people there. It's important to understand this now. Hey, truth hurts, but it'll hurt even worse when you die in your ignorance. Now, when they use the date the 31st, it's because they wanted to have exactly 191 years after they started this 2,160-year countdown. This is all sacred number mumbo-jumbo. Okay? Very important. Now, getting back to this, because I need to end it. The numbers 10, 30, 11, and 28. Okay? The number 28 is 10. Because, like I said before, you got to add 2 plus 8, and that's 10. So, we have 10, 30, 11, 10. Okay? So, what this is saying is that the limitless Savior God will pass through the gate of the Passover and become the new God. Now, if you recall, the number 8 represents the caduceus of Hermes. Hermes represents the god of the occult. This god has a connection to Thoth, Hermes Trismegistus, and Hermes of the Rosicrucian Order. This God, this Hermes Tresmegistus God, is on his way out. Okay? Do your research on this. Don't just listen to me. Study Pythagoras. Study Hermes Tresmegistus. Study the Rosicrucian Order. Understand that Sir Francis Bacon is the one that wrote the 1611 Bible. Why do you think it's 1611? Because that's 1 plus 6 plus 1 plus 1 equals 9. Okay? We, it's very important to understand this. Now, those of you that are shocked and those of you that are hurt and those of you that are still um, holding strong to the Christian religion, understand that there is a solution. And that's to understand that the root was changed. But we have to go back and find out where that root is. Who that root is. And that root is Ayah. Ayah never changed. He was just suppressed. You can't really suppress Ayah though. He was, he was, they tried to suppress him. They hijacked it and turned it into a religion. Three of them. Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. But, what we are witnessing is the death of Hermes Tresmegistus Okay, because he's on his way out because that 2,160 year cycle has ended 12 years ago. Now, what I believe is that March 11, 2013, this date represents the rebirth. Okay, this is the transference of power in the spiritual world. The demonic deity will be the complete 72 demonic beings unveiling themselves completely. Okay? Now, what I mean is that 
what God is going to come through. Which God is going to come through now? What is going, which God is it going to be? It's going to be these 72 demonic beings. Okay? Because what other... I mean, they tried to do the space aliens coming from, out, you know, from, from who knows where. That fell through. You know, they're trying to create a new God, but it's just not sticking. So they just got to come out themselves. They got to come through and just rule. This is why we see these Illuminati rituals at the Super Bowl. Well, the Super Bowl gets goes out for what, what, 33 minutes? I mean, come on. This is why our food is contaminated with genetically modified organisms. This is why fish are dying in the oceans by mass. Remember all those fish die-offs? Like thousands of fish and, and dolphins. I mean, man, whales. We had the birds falling uh, falling from the sky, the little blackbirds falling and stuff. And then, and then we had like the um, event horizon down there in, 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 in Florida. We have the nuclear power plant exploding in Japan and poisoning people. The financial systems collapsing all over the world. We have world wars starting up. People then trying to attack Iran, attacking Syria, killing Libyan uh, uh, governor. Then now, now just recently we have uh, um, um, Hugo Chavez dying, and he, you know he was he was killed with cancer. I mean, they they killed that man. Okay. World war is brewing. All this is going on. And this is why Pope Benedict the 16th resigned. He was making room for the new god. The new god of the occult, the demonic 72. This is the great serpent. Orpheus the new dying God. Okay? They have destroyed, they, they, they destroyed the Catholic Church. And I think what happened was when Martin Luther came and um, started that the, the Christian um, religion, it messed up their plans because you have people that truly believe. They truly believe in God. They just don't know. Ayah. Okay? But they... They are good people, though, because they're trying. But they got to get rid of the racism and the prejudices and all that stuff, you know, and stop, you know, being elitist about your religion. It ain't all about you. You got to calm down a little bit, humble yourself, you know, and understand where it came from. Do a little bit of work. Do a little self-studying. But... When Martin Luther came, he actually created a, a very peculiar type of person that doesn't have all the answers, but knows that there is Ayah. And in their heart, they want to do good. And these people, I believe, will come through this if they hear the truth and if they can accept it and get rid of all that prejudice and preconceptions. Okay, all that prejudice and all that stuff because you know 
America is, is a very hypocritical country. You cannot be a Christian and put up with Jim Crow and slavery and fight like hell for my people to be free and 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 for us to be able to vote not until what 1968 well 65 or 68 and then when we finally get the right to vote we got to have an armed black panther party just to get our rights this is the 70s we didn't get any peace until the late 80s and 90s and now the world is collapsing and then we find out that you guys put fluoride in our, in our, in our water, firstly, uh, aborting our babies by mass, created poverty, put crack cocaine in our neighborhood. I mean, damn. Christian nation, really? So, anyway. I think that when that Martin Luther thing happened and the uh, Protestant movement started, that actually slowed them up a little bit and messed them up. But uh, they seem like they're getting back on track now. But in the, since the Catholic Church is now destroyed, they now are creating a new God to take its place. Okay? Now, I will speak more on this in the coming days and weeks. But please keep this in mind. If uh, you know about this, what's going on, you can fight it. And once you start fighting it, you will win. Because it's not you who fights, but Ayah, all praise, Ayah, who is fighting. And he is fighting through those that love and know him. Those that have the spirit of Ayah and understand this completely what's going on will win. Okay? Now this concludes the uh, this WhoNet report and um, I will see you on the other side and uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. All praise Ayah All praise Ayah All praise Ayah The time has come for America to hear the truth There comes the time when silence is betrayal. We believe in the truth that is in the Bible, but we don't believe in the lies that the white man has put in the Bible. Who would have news on Shoutcast Radio or Log Talk? Come and visit us at www.hebrewswakeup.com or whoanet.com. That's com or whoinet.org.